part five of work of the sisters during the epidemic of influenza october nineteen eighteen by francis edward torsher this librivox recording is in the public domain part five sisters of st joseph relief work of the sisters of st joseph in emergency hospitals general hospitals and institutions october eight emergency hospital number three philopatrian seems to hold the honor of having been the first to be placed under the charge of the sisters of st joseph the charge was given by his grace the most reverend archbishop following many appeals for relief from city authorities on the afternoon of october eighth the day before the meeting of religious superiors at the archbishop's residence on the morning of the ninth of october fourteen eleven arch street was still furnished for its purposes as the home of the philopatrian club at ten o'clock p m of the same day the furnishings of the clubhouse had been changed for the equipment of a modern hospital among the first patients received here were eighteen u s army men belonging to division eight motor supply train from baltimore from the time of its opening october nine to its closing october thirty nineteen eighteen fifty sisters of st joseph served in this emergency hospital this number includes substitutes the sisters had orders to report the first symptoms of illness seven sisters were sent from this emergency to the community hospital in the mother house at chestnut hill one of them died the sister nurse first nurse in charge was taken to the mother house ill after about a week's service and was for many days at the very door of death one case of overcoming prejudice among the army men deserves notice here one of these men a catholic seeing with satisfaction how comfortable his companions were made by the care of the sisters said to one of the religious that he had had to endure much that was humiliating and an insult to religion from his fellows in camp one of the chief points of controversy turned upon our catholic sisterhoods a general impression among non-catholics was that the sisters are at the very best a useless ornament in human society we were all very sick men the catholic in uniform concluded when we came here we had been lying around city hall waiting to be taken in somewhere when i saw that we struck the sisters going round putting water bottles and ice bags to us and bathing and making everybody feel some ease from suffering i could hardly wait till i got a chance to say hey fellas what good are they when we get out of this they will have nothing to say but what is good about the sisters another army man asked by one of the priests how the sisters treated them answered fine they treat us like our mothers these soldiers were very evidently sincere in their expressions of gratitude when they left the hospital moreover every man in the detachment including non-catholics before leaving the hospital asked for and received a badge of the sacred heart which they had seen given to catholic patients some of the men during their illness edified the sisters by perseverance in memorizing prayers and aspirations for the hour of death which they requested to be taught after observing the practice among their catholic fellow-sufferers st columba's emergency hospital this emergency hospital was opened when the epidemic was at its height in st columba's beautiful parish school as authorized by the archbishop 
it was intended at first for the people of the parish only but later all were admitted from other parishes and all races and denominations twelve sisters of st joseph teachers in the school volunteered to care for the sick though only one of these had had the advantage of any hospital training one hundred cases of influenza were treated here and there was not one death though some were sent later to sanitariums to recuperate five doctors were in attendance and they called it the banner hospital of the city in one family the mother died at her home leaving the father with nine children the father in gratitude for care given the children told the sisters that if he ever became a millionaire he would leave half his wealth to them a crude way perhaps of expressing real and sincere goodness of heart however the sisters have decided to build no air convents on the promise the nine kitties will have a first claim the sisters at st columbus went out also when required to care for the sick in private homes some of these cases of district nursing deserve notice as illustrating again the conditions of the afflicted and some symptoms of the disease one case is reported in which the board of health had forbidden anyone to enter the house the father and three children were brought to the hospital leaving the mother's dead body to be attended to at home sores and vermin called for the sisters immediate attention st patrick's hospital emergency number eight the decision to turn over st patrick's hall 511 south 21st street for the use of an emergency hospital was reached about noon on october nine volunteers from the parish cleaned the building and fitted it for its new purpose in the service of humanity at eleven o'clock a m on the following day october ten the first patient was admitted before midnight of that same day eighty patients had been received in st patrick's emergency every section of the city was represented and all creeds and colors the nursing was in charge of three graduate nurses the burden of the nursing was assumed by eighteen sisters of st joseph from st patrick's school and other parishes seventeen students from the seminary gave their services as orderlies the spiritual needs of patients were under the care of the clergy at st patrick's one hundred and fifty-four cases were admitted during the eighteen days that the hospital was in operation sixty in the women's ward thirty-seven in the men's ward and fifty-seven in the children's ward there were thirty-four deaths fifteen of these occurred in less than twenty-four hours after admission there were no deaths during the last nine days of the hospital's operation dr wilmer cruzen director of public health and charities from whose report the above points were drawn says we are justly proud of our low mortality a sister who was in the service at st patrick's emergency recounting her experience and impressions writes i saw conditions beyond the power of description it is one thing to read or hear of suffering quite another to behold it in reality about the hall were arranged cots containing men on the first floor women and children on the second nearly every race and condition were there represented the police brought in the cases just as they found them from the homes of the afflicted off the street among the patients cared for tenderly by the sisters was a stone man who stated that he had been an industrious agent in distributing the menace and anti-catholic prints of the same stamp 
after witnessing the unselfish devotedness evidenced in the work of the sisters in this hospital he proclaimed emphatically with a bit of unconscious profanity that he had done with such traffic that for the future he had no common cause with any one who would dare to speak against the church or catholic sisterhoods whose work he had now seen whose character and practical charity were proven to him by facts in a way which no language of the vendors of sensation muckrakers enemies of religion and strangers to human charity could ever disprove or counteract holmesburg emergency number one october ninth came a call from the acting secretary of the archbishop for help to be given at emergency hospital number one holmesburg where the city authorities appealing to the archbishop for aid and relief said that conditions were appalling in response to this call eight sisters of st joseph from st anne's and seven from the ascension were detailed for relief work at the holmesburg hospital the sisters made themselves generally useful in the work of caring for the sick they washed the patients combed their hair took temperatures pulse and respirations made up beds carried trays swept the wards day and night from october ninth to october twenty fifth the nurse in charge says writing to the superiors of the sisters who gave their services it has meant a great deal to us to have the sisters here to help us they have done splendidly in the wards and we are sorry to see them go i do not know what we would have done without their help i thank you for your splendid help and cooperation a like letter was sent also to the sisters of the immaculate heart and the sisters of notre dame at tacony one of the sisters writing to her superior expresses what probably describes quite accurately the thought and the feeling of most of the generous volunteers when called to these new duties she says for which few of the sisters had any special training there was a feeling of dread and apprehension not of the contagion but of fear lest inexperience and lack of training result in failure and render our efforts ineffective as usual with good intentions the lord has taken care of results this sister gives some valuable facts impressions and personal experience which help us to see conditions as they were the attitude of city officials and the dispositions of the poor afflicted patients entering the next ward she writes the sisters were overwhelmed with pity and compassion at the sight of the sufferers many of them were so discoloured as to seem black in the face the sisters were assigned to different phases of work some to take temperatures others to prepare ice caps and hot water bags and refreshing drinks others to prepare the diet and others to give medicines these definite assignments made the work more methodical and brought conditions under control patients were being brought in by the police and others in trucks ambulances and wagons and by nightfall the ward was nearly filled probably october nine and a number of extreme cases had died there was then only one orderly in the place and the dead often lay for some time waiting to be removed at six thirty p m the sisters of st joseph gave place to the sisters of the immaculate heart who were on night duty the shifts were twelve hours until october eighteen at the earliest when there was a meeting of the representatives of the sisterhoods at holmesburg advised by the archbishop to talk over the problem of shortening the hours of service to eight making three shifts 
the compiler has been unable to uncover the results of this meeting shorter hours would mean more sisters to serve this in the face of numbers depleted by sickness in the various communities was the real problem to be solved on the second day the sisters found that many of the first day's patients had died during the night on this same day dr cruzen and several other physicians visited the hospital the doctor spoke to each sister personally and expressed his gratitude for their services saying that the archbishop had done much to lessen the spread of the epidemic by giving the sisters permission to serve on the third day a number of firemen came from the holmesburg firehouse and gave the sisters much-needed help about the end of the second week the number of patients began to decrease so that one of the nurses exclaimed sister can you believe it an hour has passed without the entrance of a new case with the exception of two mexicans all the patients were most eager to be waited on by the sisters and were also very grateful to them even the jews and protestants would repeat like little children the prayers and aspirations suggested by the sisters who were of course careful not to obtrude on any patient prayers likely to be against his sentiments nearly all the non-catholics wished to have a badge of the sacred heart and one protestant said to a sister that no amount of money would induce him to part with it mount sinai hospital october thirteen at the request of the civil authorities sent through his grace the most reverend archbishop eight sisters went to mount sinai hospital one detail went early in the morning when the second detachment arrived the superintendent said the sisters are upstairs and working very hard it's quite a change from the society ladies who were here last week after putting the nurses garb over their habit the sisters went into the wards and to the private rooms to their surprise the sisters found many of the nurses catholics and all were cordial and friendly for two weeks the sisters attended the hospital all day during that time they baptized two children and by request a woman one of the nurses baptized a boy of twelve who desired it the effect of the sisters presence in the wards was very noticeable one nurse said the nurses were talking last evening about the sisters and saying that when they entered the wards everything became quiet i did not believe it at first but now i have seen it the sisters took up all ordinary nurses work they helped all through the hospital in the wards for both men and women during the first week about six patients died every day in the second week the death rate was lower waiting on one man a jew the sisters heard him softly humming the air of catholic hymns especially jesus the all-beautiful as he grew better he wanted the sisters to talk to him and he told them he had been educated by the christian brothers in new york a sister suggested prayer to him he answered that he felt sure god never intended him to be a christian however when he was leaving the hospital he said sister pray for me and i in return will always ask the great jehovah to bless you for all you have done for us here he told the sisters that as he watched them going about through the ward he thought of a story the brothers had told the boys of a religious who had gone out to walk in the streets intending thus to preach a lesson to people by his modesty and recollected demeanour for jewish hospital see report of st mary's academy sisters of st joseph st john's nursery emergency hospital number four this hospital was opened october nine at three thirty p m 
at nine thirty there were nineteen patients and october eleven it had forty patients these were all children seven of them were baptized at the hospital one child was brought by a jewish father as the sister received it she saw it was dying she immediately baptized it and the poor father took the dead body away with him a children's hospital a branch of st john's day nursery was opened at twelve sixteen vine street here were received infants and children up to the age of seven there was a strange medley of races and nationalities jews were numerous several jewish babies were baptized who died the little tots took great delight in blessing themselves and babbling aspirations the catholic home twenty ninth and allegheny avenue in the catholic home there were two hundred and fifty nine cases of sick children six of these died of pneumonia five of the sisters in charge of the children were also very sick but sisters from other houses were sent to the rescue thus saving the lives the superior says of many of the children the physician in charge of the catholic home was astonished he said at the way the sister teachers adapted themselves to the work of nursing and how exactly his orders were carried out sometimes he came at one a m to three a m yet always found these nurses on night duty he said i am a thirty-second degree mason but i must say i have never seen such devotion as the sisters lavish on these poor orphans villanova college october ten eight sisters were detailed for relief work at villanova college where eight trained nurses were overworked attending to the sick in the seminary st mary's hall and tollentine academy for boys under sixteen conditions in the college satc were then quite under control in st mary's hall there were fifty-three cases of influenza out of sixty-nine students and three priests resident in the building three students died albert starr a deacon john dorgan professed and gilbert clunk novice altogether seventy-five cases were treated in st mary's hall the junior students being brought over from the preparatory school for better convenience in nursing and attention a diet kitchen was established in st mary's hall and the sisters turned their attention and energy to every phase of emergency work cooking washing in bathtubs there was no laundry in the building cleaning rooms and corridors and relieving the nurses in the care of the sick night and day there were eighteen beds in the community room classrooms were filled and cots set up in the reception halls and four cots in the vestibule the sisters who served here were two from mount st joseph chestnut hill two from our mother of consolation chestnut hill two from st charles church philadelphia two from our mother of sorrows philadelphia sisters of mercy misericordia hospital was of course the chief care and burden of the sisters of mercy during the epidemic as in all the other hospitals it was necessary to call in outside help one hundred and forty-one cases of the influenza were admitted to misericordia hospital during the epidemic from september sixteen to november ten of these twenty-two developed pneumonia and of the one hundred and forty-one cases there were thirty deaths 
all the sisters who could be spared from parish schools and the two academies were needed at the hospital nineteen of the sisters of the immaculate heart from st gabriel's and the catholic home bureau also assisted at the hospital during the early days of the epidemic until new conditions demanded their aid in caring for the children at the home bureau and elsewhere the sisters of mercy have charge of six parish schools in the diocese in all these parishes the sisters nursed the sick and cared for the afflicted in private homes End of part five.